G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 587 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, or you can send me through an email, tim at trainsmooth.com, follow my training at coronavirus.com, and talking about Kona, how good was the Ironman World Championships? I've got to admit, I was pretty sceptical going in, uh, having Kona spread over two days, um, I was thinking, oh, it's going to take the you know a little bit of the gloss off it. Uh, I was yeah, I was whinging and complaining and yeah, but I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really good. Um, the women on the Thursday, the men on the Saturday, there was one or two male age groups going on on the Thursday, um, but it was really good. I, I was I was happy with the coverage. Um, I heard a lot of people, a lot of complaints about the, the advertisement. Now, fair enough. Um, I don't, I don't think it's the most, um, the best way to advertise sponsors. I think it's very severely dated way. But having said that, um, we're not paying anything for it either. So, you, it's good. they've got to try and recruit some of that money so it, that never bothered me i was at work on the the thursday so uh, the thursday race so i didn't um i had the volume turned off i was uh, on my work computer i got um two scr- two computer screens and so i put kona up on one screen and watched i would say 80 percent of the female race and i watched 100 percent of the male race and i was i was just really happy there was some prizes a lot of surprises i did not pick um, I got with um, oh, with the males race. I originally I had Lionel Sanders in my um, podium until I watched his very first vlog, which they were outstanding. He, he those um, vlog series he posted. Um, but as soon as I watched that first vlog, I thought, well, he's not making top twenty. And um, I got Gustav as the winner, and I got Joe Skipper's position, and then the rest was very very all over the show (laughs) but um just just a bloody good weekend anyway um i probably should just jump straight into the question i got a lot of podcasts coming up here i got a lot of questions coming through so i'll i'll spread you know i'll jibber throughout it all Anyway, today's question comes from Brendan, who writes, who I coach, who wrote on a comment on one of his training sessions where he was um, doing a moderate long run, and he um, was talking about um, he was trying to keep his heart rate level to a certain degree. So um, he's got so to give a little bit more info before I start ramming into it. Uh, Brennan's got a stride power meter and a heart rate monitor and obviously his Garmin tells him the pace and everything but he was wondering while running I began to wonder what which tool should I be using for these moderate zone or zone 2 heart rate slash power or power my thinking is heart rate for these but I've been known to be wrong might be a good podcast so I sent him a message back saying it is a good question because um my answer's changed. I'm pretty sure it's changed over just over a year or so. So, in the, um, my past thinkings is, if you've got a power meter, you should just use a power meter for easy, moderate, medium, mad, whatever, whatever you you know, stick with your power. Um, because 
you know, I've got to love Watts. Um, but I, I've leaning more. I've, I've been definitely leaning more when we're talking about a, just building aerobic fitness. Um, I do think I lean towards now more heart rate over a power when it comes to just aerobic training when we're talking about intervals when we're talking about certain efforts i like power straight away go go there every time but when we're talking about you've got to go for a two-hour run um keeping your heart rate at a particular area i i like that a lot um so the, a lot can interfere with that um nutrient like you know taking taking a big can of red bull just before your run is going to interfere greatly into that um, sleep, heat, um, stress, a whole lot of will, can manipulate that. Um, and you can see, especially on a long run, it might, um, fix itself towards the end. So for instance, if you decide before your long run to smash, uh, um, a 600 mil can of energy drink and run straight out the door and expect your heart rate to be 135, for two hours and generally your pace would be 530k pace for instance at that same heart rate and all of a sudden it's six minutes 30k pace it's seven minutes k pace you're just you're you're having to stop on every small incline to keep your heart rate in in check um and then by the end of it you're probably running at that 530k pace that's that is quite um can be normal um, but then on the other flip side of that, if it's we're talking about heat or whatever, you can start off at 5.30 pace and then all of a sudden by the end of it, or within no time at all, within 30 minutes, you're you're almost at a crawl. So then you've got to go um, on that perceived effort too. I, I, that can, that may be the, the next, next phase. So, um, and another way to do this for a lot of people is just no, nasal breathe the entire entire run that will generally keep you in that ballpark zone but a complete side note um, while i'm a really big fan and i'm becoming a bigger fan of heart rate training for easy to moderate bike rides medium to moderate runs don't expect those same heart rates you're looking at week in, week out to be anywhere near <laughs> on race days. More times than not, you're going to be um, quite higher than um, during the race. And, I, and I've seen it um, way too many times that, it, that an athlete will write in their report, oh, I took off on the run and or, or bike or whatever and I saw my heart rate elevate to this and so i decided to walk for, for 10 minutes or whatever and i think oh, god's sake you've just you're it's a race you, you you've left 10 minutes on the on the course and so i do do think um heart rate when racing um heart rate's good to look at it, it powers the best thing to look at for both bike and run the second thing, if you haven't got power, heart rate would be the be good thing to look at for the first five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes on the bike, first five, 10 minutes on the run, and then forget about it. Or better yet, on the run pace, because um, you can see that heart rate start really, can can be 10, 15 beats per minute higher than what you would normally see, uh, you know, your, those sort of runs 
in normal training. So I hope that helps. If you guys have any questions at all, jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com. And you know what I'm about to say. Until next episode, hooroo.